everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. I have another Game of Thrones update for you guys. Okay. Ooh. I love it. I've been waiting for this. I watched seasons three and four. Wow. You're really chucking along. She is. Committed. Red Wedding. So Red Wedding was season three. Mm-hmm. And? You know... <sighs> <laughs> I feel like what I'm going to say is an unpopular opinion. Oh, maybe, maybe not. While I was super surprised, Mm -hmm. caught off guard, and that was a lot of like main characters that died, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wasn't super sad about those storylines ending. Mm. Oh, with, yeah, yeah, I could see that part, the storyline piece of it. Yeah, like, like, so. You were okay with this? Can I spoiler? It's been out for years. <laughs> yes, it's, spoiler it's okay. alert you for were, anybody like me. <laughs> you were okay with the Starks being killed off like that? I feel like Rob's storyline had come to kind of a, at an end. All, especially like, when that was, girl came in. Especially like. when the girl came yeah. in. But like he was, you know, winning all these battles and this grand war hero. And then all of a sudden he stopped doing anything with his his troops. Like he stopped making progress. I was like, where are we going? It's just he was slowing down and I was less and less into it. And then the mom, of course, was sad. But Caitlin's was sad, yeah. Catelyn. Catelyn, whatever. <laughs> I always say Caitlin. <laughs> That's how it reads. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it was sad. I I did like her. But again, I don't know where we would have gone with that storyline. Yeah. Her, her death made me sad. It was traumatizing. <laughs> I think that was the first time that I felt like my feelings were really hurt in that show. <laughs> yes, yes. My feelings were hurt when Ned died, and now well, I have overcome. That was very sad, too, and shocking, but I don't know, Red Wedding, there was just so many of them, and they were characters that you had like, learned to And it came love. out of nowhere. Well, seemingly. And so then season four, um, that was when Joffrey died. Cannot tell you how happy that made me. <sighs> yes. That was the best moment. I was, I was like, watching, and I was gotcha. like, he's not going to die. This is all going to come back. And then he turned very blue and very dead. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, yay. I can watch the show much more happily it's now. It's one of yeah. the few deaths you get to rejoice in. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. made me like viscerally angry. Yes. He so did a really good job. He did. That's an incredible actor. Point mm-hmm. that that actor doesn't act anymore because people hate him so much. Oh, yeah. Good idea. I hate him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how you can play something different after Exactly. You can't. No. Um, and then Khaleesi is having some issues with her dragon. Yeah, she yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And then I got very, very sad whenever she locked the other two in the catacombs and they were crying for yes. her. <laughs> that was very sad. I know. Um, Have you gotten past that, though? I mean, I, I can't remember what happens in each has season. She gotten her, her, are they, where are they right now? <laughs> where are the, the dragons? The, fire, <laughs> the black fire one is MIA at the moment and mm-hmm. she just locked the other two in the catacombs. Okay, and that's okay. where we left it. Okay. okay. <laughs> what did you think of her husband? Khaleesi's? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa. It was like season one, though. Yeah, I, I know, but I never got to hear your opinion on it. Oh, I thought he was beautiful, and he did a really good job at that. Whatever he did made me very sad, though. Oh yeah, when he died. Yeah, his death was awful uh-huh. to watch. I could have watched him for all eight seasons. Yeah. I know <laughs> we all could have. Uh, <laughs> and he he grew on you a little bit. He you did kind of hate him in the beginning, and then you're like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. On another note. All right. So now we're going to talk about our recent investigation that we went on. To LeBold Mansion in Abilene, Kansas. Yes. Yay. And you guys heard about this through social media. That's correct. 
this was a private investigation and it is just somebody's house that they live in. <laughs> it's somebody's mansion. It's a mansion. Yes. I sh- yes, it is a mansion. It's huge. And this is Joseph. He mm-hmm. owns the bold mansion and he has remade it and it looks fabulous. And so he just lets people come and stay the night and investigate. It's not a business, but he will take donations. Yes. So the house honestly looks like the Adams family house. If you're trying to visualize what this mansion looks like. Mm-hmm. And he says that himself. He wanted a house that looked like the Adams family. And so he Googled and that's how he found this place. <laughs> <laughs> and it got does. it as a foreclosure. Yeah. He also has a Cruella DeVille car out front. <laughs> yep. I forget what those are called, but he has one. <laughs> so the house was built in 1880. And it is actually built over the dugout dwelling of the Abilene founders. And their names are Timothy and Elizabeth Hersey. And the dugout is like like a cellar. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it's I like think initially cement. it was for them to hide from being attacked. Yes. There's an underground room, basically. Yes. <laughs> it's basically an underground room. It's yeah. in the basement and it's just complete it's a cement. Cellar. Yes. <laughs> So this is important because that original dugout is still in the basement. You can go inside of it. And it's the only original piece of the house that is still there. But the founders of Abilene built this house on top of the dugout. And the first settler child in the area was actually born on that property. And not only was it the first settler child in the area, but the first settler baby in Kansas. Got it. So the brick floor that is in the dugout was added later, but the original floor would have just been made of dirt that would have been dried. Um, So they have added a brick floor on top of it now. But the solid stone walls lining the room are original to the dugout. And the structure of this tiny little room, I mean, it's got like a twin bed and like that's pretty much it. It's so sturdy that it supports the weight of the entire front part of the mansion to include the tower that was built directly above it. Ooh. Ah, she is sturdy dugout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, she is. <laughs> she is. As I was listening to the audio of us on this tour, by the way, he has Joseph has a room that he had decorated as a Harry Potter room, which we all geeked about. And so we were talking about Harry Potter, and you guys revealed that I was a Hufflepuff, and he goes, "Nobody is a Hufflepuff." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't believe in you, believers and ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I'm still mad about that." <laughs> Just kidding. I am a Hufflepuff. All right. Other fun things we said during this tour, just for fun. There was some Game of Thrones reference. I don't okay. remember what it was. but I hadn't started watching you this You had morning. it. And me and Sarah go, Boyson would get this if she watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> we bullied you. Well, check, check me out. Maybe yeah. that's why. We Subconsciously, like, yeah. I was like, I don't want to be bullied anymore. I should watch this. If she listened to us and watched the show, she would get this. I just thought that that was ironic because you are watching it now and I am proud of you. And now you'll get it. Maybe you need to go back through the audio. (laughs) And listen to whatever reference we made. I'm watching Under Duress. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So back to the little bold mansion. It has a very rocky history. (laughs) 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 That was (laughs) no pun intended, but okay. So the current owner, Joseph, he is the 25th person to own this property. However, there have been others in the county as well as like various banks who have owned it in between bankruptcies but actual people he's the 25th tell me why i thought you meant like a bank moved into the house <laughs> i was like oh i didn't know that oh like the bank owned the property Drive through the teller okay so in 1856 we're gonna go back to the beginning in 1856 timothy hersey arrived in what was then called mud creek kansas beautiful name <laughs> 
in 1857. That sounds like Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Mud Creek. He built a log cabin, but it was burnt down by Native Americans, so he dug a hole in the ground and called it a dugout and lived there. In 1857, his wife and Elizabeth, his wife, Elizabeth, I don't know why I put Anne. His wife, also Elizabeth. <laughs> his wife, Elizabeth, joined him and gave birth to the first settler baby in the area. They started a stagecoach stop, and Mrs. Hersey renamed the area to Abilene. Well, smart. Sounds it's better pretty. than Mud Creek. Yeah. Her food and her hospitality became well-known, and more people began to come to the area and settle. So they built another log cabin above the dugout, which became the basement. So President Lincoln, give one up for Abe, officially... <laughs> you surprised me i was giving one up i thought you said who at first and i was like lincoln Uh, who's that again all right so lincoln officially gave uh them the hersey's the land in 1861 but the town was not officially incorporated until a banker from ohio named conrad h lebold and his partner bought the town site in 1869 so Mr. LeBold, he was the mayor of Abilene for two terms, and he was also the Dickinson County Treasurer and a Kansas State Assemblyman. Wow. Um, so he is regarded as the true founder of Abilene, and he purchased the Hersey property and built the mansion literally on top of the original dugout. Um, despite all of this success, he built the mansion in 1880 and was bankrupt by 1889. Since that time, the mansion has sat empty for many years. Um, the Brown Foundation turned it into a girls' club, which is a private home for single female telephone operators who worked for C.L. Brown's United Telecommunications Incorporated. Specifically. Wow. Um, it is a, a long that's name. That's a lot of check boxes. You, you have, have to, to say that every check. time you answer the phone. <laughs> Hello, this is... C.L. Brown's United Telecommunications Incorporated. They shortened the name to Sprint. Might have heard of that. Oh. Uh, single people in telecoms. The P? Regional. What? what? Where's the R? Region. Single, single people. people. Re- region. I did spit. <laughs> <laughs> single people in telecom. <laughs> spit. Who are uh, single? Spit's not great. Let's call Who it sprint. <laughs> uh, single people. Really. <laughs> really in telecom no really yeah single people really in to communications really in into new technology oh the n yeah you forgot the n you're about to make sprit (laughs) we worked in there (laughs) together we can figure this out Sprint that is now part of T-Mobile, but there is a oh god, here we go telecoms dash. <laughs> no, we're not doing T-Mobile. That is a little fun fact for y'all. If y'all didn't know that Sprint came from Kansas, I knew that because we had the headquarters Sprint in Kansas City. Okay, I knew that part. I guess what I didn't know Isn't it gone is now? that's what it stood for. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's T-Mobile. Hang on, can you tell me what it stands for again? No, single people. Oh no, I thought you actually said things. Oh no. Oh. I'm just saying, like, for people to <laughs> know Sprint started was. in Kansas. I did, too. I thought that we thought it was an acronym. No, like, it was generally <laughs> called C.L. Brown's United Telecommunications, Inc., then became Sprint. Does this make more sense about what I was trying to do, then? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. This whole time, I thought it was an acronym. I was no, like, I was just letting you guys go with it. You I, just, just, 
I didn't even catch on that yep. C and S are different <laughs> you <just> letters. <laughs> you guys make up your own acronyms. I'm just letting you go with it. That's I was great. wondering how they got to that, but <laughs> all right. So yes, the bold mansion basically. Okay, <laughs> this Plus is where Sprint, sp- yes. Sprint started. Then it became a boys' orphanage, and it had a classroom up in the attic, which turned into apartment buildings. The building um, eventually slid into filth and disrepair until Merle Vashultz bought the property in 1974 and cleaned out the house. It was covered with bird poop, and she emptied out seven dump trucks full of debris from the structure. Wow. Yeah. Gary Ushak. I keep saying that. This is- <laughs> wow. <laughs> seven dump trucks. That's a lot. Right. Is. Gary Ushak and Larkin Mayo, uh, they are two Victorian restoration experts, bought the house in 2000, and they decided to cover the place in wallpaper to the point that they added $750,000 worth of custom wallpaper to the house. That's, That's a lot of commitment to wallpaper. Almost a million dollars, three quarters of a million dollars of wallpaper. After 10 years, they retired to New York, and the mansion again bounced between abandonment, failed ownerships, and bankruptcy. Let's talk about the ghosts. So Abilene has long been reported to be one of the most haunted towns in Kansas, just because of its deep history. Um, (laughs) In the dugout. It was dug deep. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's like it had a rocky start. Deep history. (laughs) I'm not making these puns up. You're doing good. Thanks. All right, the first town marshal was named Thomas James Bear River Smith. He was shot, hit in the head with the butt of a rifle, and then his head was chopped off with an axe. Jesus, that's, it's Game of Thrones Did the same they person were all them? awful. Yes. <laughs> the next marshal was James Butler Hickok, which some might know him as Wild Bill. Oh, Wild yeah. Bill Hickok. Yep, he was a notorious gunslinger. One previous owner said that the house was very active. Hundreds of people have lived here, and many have died here. One young lady who spent the night at the mansion reported doors opening and slamming for no reason, and her blanket being ripped off of her while she was trying to sleep. That would be startling. A large piano has been reported to move when no one is around. The piano bench, specifically, will roam around the house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing, like, Beauty and the Beast. She's up. coming around. It's like the little dog in Beauty and the Beast. She has the little tail tassel. People keep finding it in random parts of the house. It's moving. It's because they come in and they interrupt his, his life. He came back it's to what? life. It's like Andy's coming, but for yes, furniture. That's exactly where I was going. Thank you. <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> All right. It is said that when the property was turned into apartments for female telephone operators, that one of them died there and her spirit never left. A caretaker who was tending to the property between owners passed away while sleeping in the maid's quarters, and it is said that he still looks after the place as well. Nothing, like, violent or angry. Everybody says it is a very calming, um, there's happy spirits there. It's all positive. That's what I'm getting at. Um, The spirits do seem to be very protective of the house, so be nice to the house. During one visit, two ladies were standing in the foyer, and they were talking about the house, They both felt the need to move at exactly the same time, so they did, and when they did, the chandelier crashed to the floor in the very spot that they had just left. They said, who knows if the spirits are being protective or playful, but nobody was hurt. Okay. You want to start at the top or the bottom? Sure. 
<laughs> the top. Like, they asked Ryan the other day, do you want flour or corn tortillas? She goes, yeah, thank you. I will have a tortilla, yes. And the waiter laughed at her. And then she was like, mom, you were supposed to order for me. Oh, I remember those days. Should we start at the bottom? Because we started at the bottom. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. Because I think it'll make more sense. That's right. Okay, so to give a quick layout of La Bold Mansion, so it's 10,000 square feet. She she big. You've got the dugout in the basement, and then the basement has like... A theater. It has a theater. A fallout shelter. It has a fallout shelter. So it's got a couple rooms down there. The main one is like this theater that he has theater seats and like surround sound yeah. and a big screen TV. It's so very it's like cool. big unveiling recently, he said. It was, yes. That's after his father. And he will have like movies showing there. Yes. He has done a lot of work to uh, that room. Upstairs on the main level, when you walk in, he's got like a parlor. He's got the kitchen. There's like a living room area. There's a library, which is where we slept, which was the Harry Potter room. Oh, there was a uh, room that had like a casket in it. Yeah, we went like pretty close after Halloween. Uh-huh. And so he had said that they had done some themed parties and had, it was a new casket. Don't worry. Nobody, it's never been used. Yeah, and not been used. So it was mostly a prop. Yes. And then you go upstairs, and there's four or five bedrooms upstairs, and then you go upstairs again to the third level, and that is where the attic is, and it just kind of covers the entire house. Which is where you can go up into the tower. And you can go up into the tower, that's Mm -hmm. right. So that's just an overview of the house. So we went to the Fallout shelter, which is just as you think. It's, um, you know the game Fallout? I, I did not know until we went there. It's a game. Okay. About basically... Why you would need a fallout shelter. <laughs> um, and so it's decorated just like that. It was very well decorated. I thought so too. So we went there at 1.45 in the morning and Sarah got on Phasma. <gasps> what? It's probably because I was the last one of the night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, I think you're right. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Okay. You were the first one to do it in my recording. Okay. We went in early November around election time. And I say this because the first thing Sarah says is it's election time. I was right. Lindsay and I go off onto like a full-blown side conversation. <laughs> of course we do. About politics. Like it was it was a nice conversation. We weren't like being dicks about it. We just had a long conversation. I don't remember this conversation, but okay. And so of course we are barely paying attention to anything Sarah's saying. So eventually the spirits <laughs> via Sarah say, are you hearing me? Absolutely not. <laughs> but Lin- Lindsay and I are still talking politics, so we don't hear her. And so Sarah says, it's a conversation. Where does it end? <laughs> That's really interesting. Bitches. <laughs> are we sure that this isn't Sarah saying this? <laughs> Doesn't sound, no, she's got, whenever she repeats things, she's got this like robotic voice. Yes, she does. <laughs> so. That's because no. I try not to do joke. <laughs> or not, no, no, no. Listen. Try not to do uh, Steve. 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 <laughs> Steve. So then this gets our attention. We're like, hey now, don't call us names. <laughs> we briefly focus on Sarah, who starts to get that spiderweb feeling on her left arm. It's happening. Ooh, let's remember this. So via Phasma, she says, I'm over here. It's me. But she says it in German. Oh, okay. Um, And then Sarah gets tickled. (laughs) What? After which she says via Phasma, it's happening now. Something. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had a special moment. So there, Sarah then, as herself, says, whatever it is, it's bothering me on my neck. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then back to Phasma, she says murder. What? <laughs> whatever it is, murder. <laughs> so at this point, Lindsay and I are kind of listening and interacting as Lindsay's talking about her week and then just kind of decompressing. Oh, okay. And so the Phasma says, shh, Lindsay. <laughs> I needed to unload my feelings. So, of course, this catches our attention, and Lindsay responds right before we hear a single sound from the first floor. So, of course, first floor, we're in the basement, so first floor right above us. We Mm -hmm. can't say for sure it wasn't Joseph. So, I don't know, but it was interesting timing. Sarah says, go check it out now. And just after that, I hear movement outside the door, and then the flashlight goes off, and Sarah says, it's the light, it's me. I'm sitting right in front of you in a coat. No, it's a pretty long sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty long sentence to say. Well, it's like. it's like they're separate things, but that's in a row. But what it she all said. <laughs> makes sense, though. So then we ask if it wants us to go to the theater, and the flashlight and the cap all go off, and so we go to the theater. To the theater. In the theater, <laughs> right away, you hear me say, "I really like the smell of wood." <laughs> and then Sarah goes, "That's what she said." <laughs> Good. And just that was a good to one. defend I myself, he had, Joseph had recently built the um, theater and like the platform to go to raise the seats up. And yep. so it smelled like fresh wood. And I, I really like the smell of wood. <laughs> That's what she said. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so then like right after that 15 seconds into the recording, I hear like a huff or an exasperated sigh. Mm. So Spirits it's are over almost it. right after Sarah's like, that's what she said. I'm not surprised. <laughs> not <laughs> so, at like, all. In the least. <laughs> Already over you. So then I get on the Phasma and I say, Georgia. And Sarah says, hi, Georgia. Are you here with us? And I say, yes. I say, difficulty, cooperate, entertainment. And so Lindsay's up walking around and kicks the cat ball like she does. <laughs> I can never see them. <laughs> and I say in an in annoyed voice via Phasma, she's doing it. <laughs> they know what I'm about. So then there's a loud tap that Lindsay and Sarah both hear. And on Phasma, I say, whoa. And then Lindsay goes to investigate near the curtain. I say, can you pull the cord? And Lindsay responds, mentions the trap door that we heard about earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. And I say, not you. And Lindsay's like, not me. If not me, then who? And I say, Sarah. And then Lindsay, Lindsay says, <laughs> Lindsay, oh, no. Lindsay's like, her? <laughs> that is really hurtful. <laughs> Have you ever seen Arrested Development? No. <laughs> okay. There's like a character on there and she's very like plain and like boring. <laughs> like not like Sounds like me. Looks wise. Sorry, where like, are you going with she's this? She's a very boring character and they always go her. her? Oh my god. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going out with her." And they're like, "Her?" <laughs> That's pretty much That's how it sounds. It's like, a running joke. Her? So after you ask that, I say, "Yeah. Please. It's her favorite." <laughs> <laughs> so then Sarah gets up and goes to try and find the trap door when I say, "Oh no." There's no way to go there. And so Sarah and Lindsay talk about really not being able to go anywhere behind that curtain. There just really wasn't much space. It's not much space. Yeah, it's like a little closet. And then they go off on a tangent, as they do. And so very loudly, I say, focus (laughs) this second. 
And so <laughs> then I hear a breath on the recorder, and then Sarah says that she heard a breath. So spirit ears, spirit Yay. ears. Lindsay says, "Let the record show." Uh-oh. They said, "Stop!" <laughs> as I was grabbing the curtain to go back, and then I say, "Don't go." <laughs> Lindsay says again, "I'm pulling the curtain back in there," and it said, "Don't go." <laughs> Zach. <laughs> I say. How dare you call me Zach? <laughs> First off, I am letting the record show. I do appreciate it. It's just funny. Okay. I say, you don't want to know. And so someone brings up the body that was found in the basement. Uh, not like recently, like back in back <laughs> yes, in the day. Back in the day, they found a body. Down and there. I say, we don't talk about it. Something bad. Lindsay and Sarah start a side conversation again. And I say, not these two. Please don't. And uh, right after I say, please don't on the recording, I hear an EVP of like a full sentence, but I honestly have no clue, no clue what it said. Yeah. And you played it for us. We don't. It was fast. It was mumbled and it was like, you can hear the cadence of it, but yeah, that's about it. So then we went to the dugout. I can hear us setting up and Lindsay says, it might be hard talking about like where to put (laughs) flashlights. And Sarah says, that's what she said (laughs) again. Is that a roll? (laughs) my go-to i love it so much (laughs) we throughout this whole thing get several light responses and then Lindsay, it's your turn for phasma yay me (laughs) uh as Lindsay puts the headphones on and starts listening i shockingly come up with a play on words and i start to sing i believe i can fly but abilene i can fly (laughs) oh my gosh you're so clever i love you (laughs) can you please give us a demonstration Abilene, I could fly. Yes. So Sarah and I start laughing, and then pretty quickly, Lindsay says, get serious on the Phasma, <laughs> but we don't hear her. Of course and, not. <laughs> and so Sarah and I start to duet, I, Abilene, I can fly. <laughs> and Lindsay says, good Lord. And then so we continue to sing and goof off. And Lindsay herself, this is Lindsay speaking out. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing, but the spirits are not having it. <laughs> I wish I could have heard this duet because I did not hear it. <laughs> Oh, I have it. I'll show it to you. (laughs) It's classic. So finally, we settle down and get a little serious. And I say, hello, how are are you in Norwegian? And Sarah says something in German. And Lindsay says, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? What language? Um, She says, trash and revenge. We ask, who is here with us? And Lindsay says, Deborah. And then Mm -hmm. um, pretty soon after, she says, Chuck. You had your own Steve moment. Chuck. <laughs> and so Sarah and I lose it. Because <laughs> you ma- you made the deep voice. And I, can't I feel like it. you get the effect of it better. <laughs> Chuck was just such a random name. And also so is Deborah. Deborah. Chuck. And so we can't handle ourselves. But eventually we pay attention to you again. Lindsay says, help people. I say more things in Nor- Norwegian. And Lindsay says, did you get that? And then she says she hears the piano on the Phasma. Mm. Creepy. Speaking of creepy. And then Lindsay says she hears a child's voice. We were getting some children voices upstairs. So yeah, it's silent for a second. And I say, um, <laughs> Hey, kiddo. <laughs> oh, gosh, you guys do wanna, not want to sit next to me. You do not talk to children here. Spirits well. <laughs> you want to come get in my van? I've got candy. (laughs) Hey, kiddo. (laughs) And like right after, I like halfway through, Sarah's like, what? (laughs) What are you you doing? Why would you talk to somebody like that? Um, And then the flashlight turns on. We mention how bright it is. Lindsay says, naturally. We Mm -hmm. say, how old are you? And Lindsay says, you'll see. And finally, Lindsay says, what was it? 
And she said it was in a child's voice. Mm. Okay. Further on down the night, I have the dugout overnight. And I, whoever put the recorder down says, I'm putting you in the oldest part of Kansas. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> it's always me putting the recorders. The oldest part of Kansas. <laughs> because the entire state. I would not say that. <laughs> Joseph kept saying that, that it was an old part of Kansas. The settler was born. <laughs> the settler was. So Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a really nice song. If you enunciate like that. <laughs> born. I'm sorry for enunciating so clearly. Was born. <laughs> it's for the theater. <laughs> so I just get some clanking and some bangs. But there were two times where I heard like louder noises that I really thought were in the room with me. Okay. The first time it sounded like something large being dropped on the floor. And then the second time it sounded like a little click and then a large metallic sounding bang. Okay. So we went upstairs to the vampire room at one point in the night. And we call it the vampire room because Joseph had it decorated essentially like a vampire room. That's what he he called it. Lair. Yes. And like red and black furniture. So this is where like the master of the house, he would sleep in this room. And there was like, Another room to the side of it, that was the nursery, which we thought was odd. But apparently back then, that's how they did things. And so they had some children's toys in there, and they just called it the nursery. So we did the Phasma box, and Sarah goes first. And my special night. So the first thing that Sarah said was, I'm a junkie. You want some? And me and Poison were like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, just reiterate, that wasn't me speaking. (laughs) It's like, dare. No. You just say no. No. We learned. Just say no. Never knew that dare would um, apply to say no to spirits. (laughs) Apparently it's ingrained, though. No. No. Good job, guys. Thank you. Proud of you. Um, And then you said, the lady is a tramp. No. Okay. So, Get it together. It's a movie, a Disney movie. Where does I know, Blitzen but like, go? she goes with Lady and the Tramp, the movie. Did I talk about the meatball? Yes, you did. You said, <laughs> Do you know a dog that you want to share spaghetti with? <laughs> so clever. Did I answer? You did not. <laughs> um, you started, we were asking, you know, how many spirits are here? And you said, It's crowded. 11. Joseph. Oh, Joseph. So then we started asking about Joseph. Do you like Joseph? Do you like the owner? And you said the red room, which is oh, where we okay. were. Uh-huh. And then you said Sarah. Hello. Yes. Um, <laughs> Boydson, you decided to play some games with the spirits here. You said, I'm thinking of a number between one through ten. Oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. I know the number. And Sarah said six. Mm, no. And you said, that's not the number I'm thinking of, but you said a number. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Partial good, credit. Good job, everybody. I will say right before you said six, there was a bang mm. that we did not call out, but I heard it on the recorder. So take that as you will. We had flashlights set up um, around the room and the flashlight by Bo- where Boydson was sitting kept going off repeatedly. And then we had a flashlight by the nursery and that was going off a lot too. This night, we talked a lot about our grandmas. And I'm sure we're going to get to it with the attic. Yeah. Oh, no. Did I talk about my grandma? (laughs) Me and you started the conversation about our grandmas. Oh. You were asking for Sarah to on the Phasma to say your grandma's name or my grandma's name. And she said, R.I.P. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Which Boydson and I have both lost grandmas recently. And so we obviously said that, you know, oh, well, we did just both lose grandmas recently. And then Sarah said, bow your heads down. So we were like, <laughs> okay. Prayer okay. time. <laughs> Prayer time. Um, and then in a little kid voice, you said, Lindsay. Aww. 
planting. Just <laughs> waiting for that. Thank you. Is that is that how my children sound when they say Lindsay? Do your kids call you Lindsay? Um, my kid, my son does sometimes. <laughs> uh, no. You said on the phasma, they're behind you. And that was right after I said that I thought I heard something, but I didn't catch it on my recorder. But I was like, guys, I think I hear something. And you go, they're behind you. And it was behind Boydston is where I heard the noise. I thought I heard something, but it was too hard to hear. So I was like, I'm going to move the recorder. So I moved the recorder to the nursery at this point. We were hearing things in that nursery, like with our ear We were holes. hearing things <laughs> with our spirit ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the ear holes. <laughs> I prefer ear holes, but okay. We were hearing things um, with our spirit ears. And Sarah was doing the phasma sitting in a chair that was right next to the nursery. Like the nursery was on her left side. And you kept saying you were getting feelings on your left side but you were doing phasma so we didn't know this at the time but we were hearing noises in the nursery you said the name preston and then said again i'm behind you and when you said that the flashlight behind boydson went off boydson you said that you were having chills on your left side which was next to the nursery so then we were like okay we're going to switch things up it's harder for me to hear our phasma responses because the recorder's further away but i caught a couple the flashlight by sarah goes off and she goes they're on to you i should go see and then you said, outside of the phasma, that you were feeling something on your left shoulder and described it as like the egg crackly feeling. That's it. And I said, are you touching Sarah? And you said, in the best way. Ew. <laughs> Disagree, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I am. And then this was Sarah's birthday investigation. I don't know if we mentioned that. And birthstigation. <laughs> Thank you. It was. So we said, it's Sarah's birthday. Did you know that? And you said, oh, Boydson is doing Phasma now. I don't know why I put S. Boydson is doing Phasma now. I'm I am so also sorry. S. Thank you. <laughs> That's how I differentiate you two. All right. So we said it's Sarah's birthday. Did you know that? And you said 60. Not quite, but. <laughs> and Sarah said, way. that is rude. <laughs> Sarah, and I remember that Boydson's doing Phasma now because Sarah and I start talking. We are going on and on and on about, you told me about your imposter syndrome when nursing school. That is. <laughs> That absolutely happened. Yes. So we were talking about that. I didn't even know that imposter syndrome was a thing. <laughs> I know. And then, you told and then me I heard somebody recording. describe it and I was like, oh my God, that happened to me. Okay, sorry. It was a very long like uh, <laughs> conversation we were having and Boydson goes, I'm trying to get their attention. <laughs> While we're talking, we are not paying attention to you at all. And then you start speaking in French. You said one, two, three in French, which oh. I... Don't know what it is, but you said it in French, and Sarah said that's one, two, three in French. Un, deux, trois. There you go. You said that. And then I learned that you're learning not only German, but Gaelic. That's true. <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, not well. <laughs> because you I just... started speaking it. <laughs> Very poorly, I'm sure. So I want to bring up the grandma thing again, because you were doing phasma. You were not hearing us while me and Boydson talked about our grandmas. Then you say randomly, it's my grandma's birthday. Can you say my grandma's name? <laughs> so again, the grandma's got brought up without us talking about it beforehand. And Boydson goes, it's Sylvia, Monique. And you go, no. <laughs> <laughs> so then you said, can you say our names? And Boydson said, short. <laughs> You said it. <laughs> they said it, I guess. They said it. Cool. <laughs> You're getting bullied now. <laughs> I don't even know it. <laughs> That's the worst. 
they were picking on you. You didn't even know it. <laughs> All right. Sarah and I are talking again about something in the background, and you can hear an exhale, a very long <laughs> exhale right by the recorder. Is it another exasperated <laughs> yes. exhale? It's a. <sighs> we have at least two of those tonight, then. <laughs> They're just like, can you stop? <laughs> I'm honestly surprised we don't get more. <laughs> I yeah. know, right? They're not used to our level. So then I switch to Phasma, and again, you guys both start talking about your grandmas again. I don't know, like, how this happened. <laughs> it's a grandma-themed. We were all in our feels that It was, night. like, yeah. I think I started doing Phasma, and Sarah mentioned to Boydson, she's like, I was trying to get them to say my grandma's name because it's her birthday. And Boydson was like, oh my gosh, me and Lindsay were trying to get them to say our grandma's name, too. <laughs> that is random. It was random. Sarah, you moved to the nursery because we had been talking about how you guys were getting some vibes in the nursery, and you said that you could hear a hmm, but I didn't catch it on my recorder. Okay, um, Boydson decides to do another game, Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. Do you remember doing this? No. <laughs> okay. Was I on Phasma? No, I was doing Phasma, and oh, you were like- Oh, we were talking about grandma. We were trying to Got get- it. Yes, and you were like, all right, Marco- Marco. (laughs) Just the endless sad Marcos. You said Marco like three or four times. And then I go, hey, really loud on the Phasma. And you go, that was close. I'll take it. (laughs) The bar is low. And then you said you were supposed to say polo. And I go, how was I supposed to know that? You know, okay. They don't know that game. Okay, I'll give them that. didn't explain it. (laughs) I did not set the rules before I said go. You just said Marco, and they're like, what? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) What does this mean? It was Marco. I hear by that name. (laughs) No, not quite. It's just me, Sylvia Monique. (laughs) (laughs) Sylvia Monique said, hey. (laughs) I'm not Marco. (laughs) (laughs) Then there was a very loud thump. And you guys both said that you heard it and felt it, and it echoed in the recorder. So something went bang. (laughs) Don't know what it was. Sarah, you reported that you were feeling like there was a child hiding in the corner in the nursery. That was the vibe you were getting. (laughs) That's creepy. Um, And so you guys are trying to talk to the child that you're picking up on. And I said, through Phasma, in a child's voice, what do you need? And then I said, Chris. And then I said, speak, Sarah Boydson. That's that is specifically me. <laughs> yes, it is. And then you did something. I don't remember what you did, but I said cute, and you go thank you. And I go no, thank you. As <laughs> <laughs> being sarcastic, thank you. <laughs> so that's what I got in the vampire room slash the nursery. Nice. And the cat ball did go off once as well while we were in there. Overnight, I put my recorder by the casket downstairs. So we slept in the library. So this is like two rooms away from where we slept. There's the dining room, I think, is in between these two rooms. It is near the front of the house. So I did pick up a lot of cars driving around constantly. There was a couple really loud bangs that sounded like they were very close, like in that room. We have our headphones in when we sleep, but I don't remember being woken up by anything. I don't think I would have been woken up by many things that night. There was a grandfather clock that we kept calling the grandmother clock. Why? <laughs> I think that's how we got started on grandmas. Oh, I said the sense. grandfather clock is going off and you said it's the grandmother clock. Okay. It's all making sense now. <laughs> Did it go off every 15 minutes? Yes. Oh okay. my gosh. It I heard was it in the so dugout. Annoying. I was like, who sets their clock for every 15 minutes? It was my grandfather obnoxious. Clock every 15 minutes? You either have to turn it on silent or it just goes off every 15 there minutes. There was two clocks. One went off every hour, because I counted the chimes, and then one would go off like every half hour. 
So every 30 minutes, I was hearing a grandfather clock, and it was the most obnoxious thing in the world. It felt so much like closer together than 30 minutes. Yeah, it, it might have been. I really feel like it was 15. Mine is 15 at home. All right, well, let's end this night, shall we? Let's mm-hmm. put ourselves out of our misery at Labold. Meaning, because we were celebrating my birthday. I was like, wow, I had a good time. Thank you. I had a great time. But um, I listened to the final audio of the night. We were ready for bed. <laughs> we were very tired. Um, Yes. And we definitely had a good time. We I, did have a good time. I mean, we had some drinks. Joseph had some drinks with us, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. Because, again... This is one of those private investigations where we knew we were spending the night. Yeah. The owner knew we had drinks. He was drinking with us. Right. I mean, we could let loose. Right. So Lindsay immediately turns on the recorder, and I know this because she says, it's 2.30 a.m. in the attic. <laughs> Boydson's already being mean to me. Like, as close as you can to the microphone. <laughs> Why were you being mean to me? <laughs> I probably wasn't. <laughs> Thank you. I was probably sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> we were about my in feelings. our feelings. Yeah, but again, <laughs> we were... We were served. Um, okay. Anyhow, apparently Lindsay's trying to take some pictures, and I just thought that was funny. Lindsay's trying to take some selfies, and she keeps closing her eyes at herself. <laughs> because there's Christmas trees. <laughs> and so, Winston and I are trying to teach you how to open your eyes, and we're like, no, keep them closed and go one, two, three. <laughs> I can't, Boyston, because then I look surprised. And Winston goes, open your eyes, crunk. <laughs> what? Never even seen that movie. <laughs> Pull the lever, crunk. <laughs> Oh, that is such a good movie. I love that movie. <laughs> the Emperor's New Groove. That's the only piece I know of it. Oh, it's so good. I love it. <laughs> okay, but for for reals, about five minutes and we're trying to take a picture and um, Lindsay then shushes us and said, did you hear that? It sounded like footsteps, which is important because we'll hear it again later. Um, I said I could maybe hear one or two, but it's really hard to tell since we're talking and also Joseph lives there, right? So we don't know if it's him. It's definitely like audible though. Um I don't know if it's in this room with us or downstairs. Somehow we are singing Little Shop of Horrors. I don't know how this came up, but Lindsay keeps singing Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> what oh, are the words? Because I'm, I'm saying like horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Except she's shop. singing horse. Because there Never was a, um, didn't they have like the plant there? They had something that was related to Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> I really could not tell you. <laughs> oh, that's why. See? Oh, okay, yeah, he there had, it is. He um, had something from the Little Shop oh, of Horrors. I thought it was from Mario. Oh, that's oh, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> so the flashlight turns off and on a couple times while we're talking. Lindsay says she hears some growls. I didn't catch them, but you said you heard them. We went up to the tower, too, I remember, at one point. Yeah, not very long. It was really small up yeah. there. I hear a, mm-hmm, but uh, you guys are talking, and I can't pick it up on the recorder. Then you, to hear something, you describe it as maybe a howl or meow. I mean, there are cats in the house. Meow. Said meow. <laughs> like that. Meow. Meow. Has to have an L on the end, like a howl. Meow. <laughs> That's adorable. Thank you. You're a cute cat. <laughs> That's I'm right. A, I'm a cat wolf hybrid. <laughs> That's what you heard, I think, in the house. Okay. So um, Lindsay goes on Phasma, and immediately you say, ready for it. So then <laughs> Poison and I can't keep it together. And Taylor of course, Swift. we sing Taylor Swift. Yes. yes. <laughs> we say, is there someone here with us? Lindsay says, where? We say, where are you? And Lindsay says, staring at it. Creepy. Uh-huh. Lindsay says, I'll say it. No problem. And a flashlight goes on. We say, what's your name? Lindsay says, they didn't look. 
Boydston asks what her grandma's name is. Back to the grandma's. And uh, then she says, what's Lindsay's grandma's name? And of course, then I start rambling about my grandma's birthday, who was the now the day before, right? Because it's at 2 in the a.m. Yep. Um, the flashlight turns on. Boydston hears some noises. And I hear some very faint noises that we both hear in real time that I did not pick up on the recorder. Flashlight goes on again. I say my shoulder is bothering me. And Boydston asks, Grandma, is that you? We would not let the grandma go. <laughs> I don't I. I don't know why, where this came from. <laughs> we must have all been picking up on some vibes, though. I don't know. Lindsay says, it's me, us, here. And Boydson um, hears some tapping in the hallways and maybe the walls. But this is on, we didn't really talk about this. Joseph has an area just carpeted, and that's the place we're supposed to stay. The place is off the carpet. He has some storage things, some like plastic back there. But we did not go back there because we were not allowed back there. The parts where we hear tapping and movement is all in the places where we're not allowed. Mm-hmm. I say, I, I say, um, I feel like she's one of my guides because <laughs> again, I'm really in my fields and I'm really talking. <laughs> and uh, Lindsay says, Anne, and she says, Here, it's me. Are you ready? And then you say, Anne again, uh-huh. which happens to be my grandma's name that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And Boyson said, There's movement in the back. Lindsay says, I'm in the back. Um, and about 30 minutes in, there's a really loud rustling noise that we don't call out. So it's like right next to the recorder, but we don't hear it. And I say, you know, what was my grandpa's name? And Lindsay says, Jack, which happens to be my grandpa's name. Really? Yes. So you can see why I was emotional <laughs> in the moment. So when I got off Phasma, you were emotional and I had no idea what happened. It just really caught me off guard because that doesn't happen ever, no matter how many times we ask like questions. I mean, sometimes we'll get really valid stuff and I yeah. love that. Um, but this was just a really good validating night, I thought. So we're saying happy birthday to Anne and the flashlight goes on. And then about 33 minutes in and I hear footsteps. I played it for you guys earlier. It sounds like footsteps really close to the recorder. So none of us called it out though. I hear a female voice, but not really sure what it says. And then we say, what is your name? And Lizzie says, sad. And then you opened your eyes and took off the headphones and said, you saw a shadow running in the corner. Hmm. Ooh. I don't remember that, but okay. That's what you said on the recorder. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I just said I don't remember. Is cemented in history. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot deny that happened. Um, I also had the attic overnight recording, which went on for several hours. So um, I don't hear us up and around or settling down for bed at all. You put it down and then that's the end of us until the morning. I do hear what sounds like maybe a little pebble thrown um, onto the wood. Mm-hmm. And I do hear several taps throughout the night, but I also at one point heard that footsteps again. And it's like fast running like down the wood. So Mm. I caught that one more time and that was it for the long night. They liked it better when we were there. Yeah. But that was it. I had a great inburstigation. Thank you. I'm glad you did. It was so fun. It really was. It was fun. We had a good time. What would you guys give... The Bold Mansion. So, like, if I were to just reflect back on my own experience and not listening to this, I would have been, like, I mean, really not that high. But we got a lot of actual intelligent responses Mm -hmm. to just throughout the night. And so, for that, I'm going to say, like, 6.5, maybe. Okay. Okay. I was going to say 7. 
Um, just because I felt like I had a good personal moment that night too. So yeah. um, that's probably why it pushed it up a little bit more. But I definitely was getting uh, vibey, lively vibes. <laughs> lively vibes. You guys both uh, mm-hmm. mentioned in my recording that you were feeling things mm-hmm. on your left sides, both of you. So, Or a stroke, TBD. <laughs> <laughs> Something. So 6.5 and 7, pretty good. I would like to go back maybe like in a year and a half or so. I feel like there was a lot that I got in the basement that was intelligent. And so I'd really be interested to hang out there and also the attic. I agree. I agree. I'd go back. Yeah. Me too. Okay. We'll go back. All right. It's done. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to our haunted investigation of LeBold Mansion in Abilene, Kansas. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com with our socials linked from there or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it, and it really does help. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We'll catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.